Read Psalm 65 for us. Praise is due to you, O God in Zion, and to you shall vows be performed. O you who hear prayer, to you shall all flesh come. When iniquities prevail against me, you atone for our transgressions. Blessed is the one who blessed is the one you choose and bring near to dwell in your courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, the holiness of your temple. By awesome deeds you answer us with righteousness, O God of our salvation, the hope of all the ends of the earth and of the farthest seas. The one who is by his strength established the mountains, being girded with might, who stills the roaring of the seas, the roaring of their waves, the tumult of the peoples, so that those who dwell at the ends of the earth are in awe at your signs. You make the going out of the morning and the evening to shout for joy. You visit the earth and water it. You greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. You provide their grain, for so you have prepared it. You water its furrows abundantly, settling its ridges, softening it with showers, and blessing its growth. You crown the year with your bounty. Your wagon tracks overflow with abundance. The pastures of the wilderness overflow. The hills gird themselves with joy. The meadows clothe themselves with flocks. The valleys deck themselves with grain. They shout and sing together for joy. So as I came uh, to, to read the psalm, to admit I was uh, a bit vexed as I, I went to look at it, um, trying to pick up some sort of kind of unifying theme um, and, uh, uh, or what was kind of, uh, you know, what was the big picture kind of thing as I was looking at it. Um, and so I just kind of went through uh, to see what was here. And so I have a list of things um, that are found here in this psalm of, of a mere 13 verses. Um, this is not a ex- holistic list. There are, there are things I kind of skipped over or think ideas that I, I put together. Um, so, but here, here, here is the list of things that are found here in these 13, pra- uh, 13 verses. There's praise due to God. Um, we're to perform vows to God. We learn that God hears prayers. When we sin, God atones for our sin. We know it's blessed are those who are in God's presence. Um, We're encouraged to be satisfied with God's presence. The psalmist declares that God is righteous. God performs awesome deeds. God is salvation. God is hope to the ends of the earth. God established mountains. God stills the roaring seas. God stills the waves of the seas. All people marvel at God's power. God controls the arrival of morning. God controls the arrival of dawn. God waters the earth. God enriches the earth. God provides grain. God waters the earth abundantly. God softens the ground and brings growth. God brings forth bounty from the land. God brings forth enough bounty to bring in excessive abundance. You see that even the untended lands produce abundantly, the hills produce abundantly, the meadows produce flocks abundantly, the valleys produce grain abundantly, and there is um, 
a shout and singing for joy. I thought, that's a lot in 13 verses. And um, it, it seems that the psalmist has a bit of a, a free-flowing thought. Um, and, the, and the psalmist is following one idea to the next, to the next, and to the next. And um, uh, so, so two things came to mind um, as I was looking at, at the psalm. Um, and one of the things that came to mind as, uh, as we go to understand it is I felt like it was um, uh, valuable to take um, a holistic approach. And by that, I mean to process the psalm as a whole, um, not to process the psalm as a collection of verses or a collection of ideas. Instead, to try to experience the psalm uh, as one entity, not try to follow verse by verse to, to piece out where the, um, where the psalmist is trying to take us in a step-by-step process. Um, as an analogy to kind of understand this holistic approach, um, I thought of eating a chocolate chip cookie. And I like chocolate chip cookies, and it's good. And when I eat a chocolate chip cookie, I just eat the cookie and I experience it, and I say, that's good. Um, and I enjoy it as a cookie. Um, I don't try and pull it apart um, and enjoy it as a mixture of its elements. I don't try to pull it apart and enjoy the flour, enjoy the butter, enjoy the chocolate chips, enjoy the baking soda or the sugar and the eggs and the vanilla. I don't try to enjoy the pieces of it. I enjoy it when it's all put together. And uh, in the same way in the psalm, I thought, it's kind of just one of those things that you enjoy when it's all together. Um, and it's a bit of, a, um, of an experience of what um, uh, the psalmist heart, um, as he's coming before God, um, in this idea of just amazement before God, and this tracking of, of what God can do, and who God is, and how God has control and power over all these things. Um, the uh, second idea that came to mind um, was um, the, the use of creation um, and the, the discussion of creation as a way of understanding God's power and of understanding God's character. And uh, through the course of the scriptures, uh, this is uh, constantly brought up as we look upon uh, the, the created element, that which God has created and says, look, that creation tells us something about God. And in fact, it, the Bible very much just begins at that point where um, God says, look at what I've created. Um, I thought also of, of the end of the story of Job, um, where the last four or so chapters of Job have this um, great declaration of who God is. Um, and it's done through looking at uh, the world that God has created. Um, and so in the same way, uh, this psalm is really for reflects upon that idea of looking at um, the created world and through that being able to discern um, the might and the power and the amazement uh, of our God. And um, one of the things that, that amazed me is I was, uh, think of this idea of creation um, and how b- the Bible uses that to discuss God is that um, that's one of those things that um, whatever time we're in, um, whatever culture we're in, um, whether it's you know, 2,000 years ago when Jesus was alive, or maybe 3,000 years ago when this passage was written, or we could probably even look into the future and say 2,000 and 3,000 years from now, people look at creation and they're like, there's a, there's a certain awe factor. 
um, that that comes. And often, um, I think when we think of creation in this awe factor, we think of going to this great um, uh, this great vista and seeing some picturesque scene. Um, but you know, and while that uh, is certainly a beauty to that, um, th- there's beauty in the the created element here, even in our city, um, as we look and just look into the sky um, and see the that wonderful blue sky. And I think of even as we, we have um, in our age, um, this age of great advance, which is a little bit funny to me because I think um, pretty much all ages in, in a pretty extensive amount of time have thought they were in this age of great intellectual advancement. Um, but we, we look at ourselves now in this age of great intellectual advancement, um, at least by those who came before us, and um, the great technology that we have. And of all the effort that, that goes into that, um, we, we still can't predict the weather. Right? As, as you go to look at the, this upcoming snowstorm, I thought the prediction is three to six inches. I'm like, that's a pretty significant variation um, that, that we're going on. And, you know, that's just the, that's kind of a rough prediction. And I thought, huh, with all that we have going, we still can't accurately predict the weather. I mean, if we can't accurately predict the weather, I mean, think of how far we are from being able to control the weather. That's one of the things this psalmist even talks about, that's God's ability to control, um, control creation. But with this idea of trying to experience this psalm as a whole, I think it's helpful if we hear it again. And so I'm going to read uh, the psalm for us again. Um, and it's one of those, if you want to follow along um, while I'm reading, you certainly can. If you want to just listen um, uh, and experience it that way. Um, but try, um, as we come, to, to put ourselves... Um, before God and see this image um, that is being presented here as what is very much being presented in this psalm is this image of God and of who God is and how God has the ability and the power to control all things let me read it for us praise is due to you O God in Zion and to you shall vows be performed O you who hear prayer To you shall all flesh come. When iniquities prevail against me, you atone for our transgressions. Blessed is the one you choose and bring near to dwell in your courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, the holiness of your temple. By awesome deeds you answer us with righteousness, O God of our salvation. The hope of all the ends of the earth and of the farther seas. The one who by his strength established the mountains, being girded with might. Who stills the roaring of the seas, the roaring of their waves, the tumult of the peoples. So that those who dwell at the ends of the earth are in awe at your signs. You make the going out of the morning and the evening to shout for joy. You visit the earth and water it. You greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. You provide their grain, for so you have prepared it. You water its furrows abundantly, setting its ridges, softening it with showers, and blessing its growth. You crown the year with your bounty. Your wagon tracks overflow with abundance. The pastures of the wilderness overflow. 
The hills gird themselves with joy. The meadows clothe themselves with flocks. The valleys deck themselves with grain. They shout and sing together for joy.